0: Giving space, then asking, you know, I'd love to hear more. Where are you feeling frustrated? Where are you feeling stuck? And then asking how they'd approach it. I think that's going to really help this person show up better and is going to help improve your relationship with this difficult coworker. And again, we don't want to label people as difficult, just like I talked about in that unlucky situations episode. We don't want to label people as low performers before we've given them an opportunity to really show us a different side of themselves. Welcome to the Managing Made Simple podcast where I bring a decade of experience working in some of the most influential companies in tech to help you navigate the ins and outs of being a people manager. From conflicts to feedback to delegating and more, we will leave no stone unturned when it comes to what makes us love managing, kind of hate it, and everything in between. Doesn't matter if you're a new manager looking for some tips or a seasoned manager looking to up their game, everyone is welcome to hang out with Managing Made Simple. Let's go. Welcome back to the show and our very first Ask Me Anything episode. Wanted to start by giving a shout out to thank everyone who submitted questions. I got a ton of great questions and I will walk through three today and three next time and we'll go from there. Another great place to get your questions answered is my manager quiz at leagarvincom slash manager quiz. Fill out that quiz and share where you're getting stuck and I will send you a personalized video with a couple tips and tricks and strategies to try on your team. So you're not going to want to miss that. All right, let's dive in. First question comes from Sarah from San Francisco. How do I deal with a difficult team member, someone who disagrees with everything I ask them? Oh yeah, I think we've all been here. I think we have and when this happens, just wanna acknowledge how frustrating this is because you're the manager, we're gonna go ahead and assume we're all trying really hard, we wanna have a good relationship with our team members and they're kinda saying no at every turn. And when this happens, it can be tough to continue to bring the positive energy and be supportive. But I think sometimes a person's doing this because they're testing you. Just like I always hear with my four-year-old when they're disagreeing and they're saying no to everything, they're testing me and they want to see that I am a stable force and I'm going to continue to offer support. So I recommend trying that same strategy with your team member. And first we ask them, you know, where is your frustration? What's going on here? You know, what do you need? And notice, just like I talked about in my episode around how to reframe unlucky situations as a manager, which I will link to in the show notes, notice... I ask the question with a what, not a why, not why are you frustrated? Why are you upset? But what's going on here? What's something that you'd like to see different? What's making you feel stuck? Because when we ask questions that way to our team members, now we are going to get them out of a defense into a more place of possibility of talking about it, of action. And that's the first thing I would suggest is to say, what's going on here? What's causing the frustration? Because we wanna give someone the benefit of the doubt. If they're feeling frustrated, let's say we believe that there is something that happened. Maybe they are frustrated about where the project is going. They don't agree with the direction. Maybe part of their role got changed in the way that priority shook out, whatever it is. And by understanding the frustration, and by demonstrating, hey, I care about you. I care what you're talking about here. I care that you're upset. This is going to help you build a strong relationship with this team member. Next. I think it's really helpful to ask that person, well, how would you approach it? What do you think could work here? Again, with this open-ended what question, we can help someone really better communicate what they wanna see or why they're feeling frustrated. So this is gonna help us. When we say, what would you like to see here? Now we're showing, hey, I hear you, I see you, I'm interested in what you have to say. And this can also prevent someone from constantly disagreeing with us. Also, again, works with that four year old like magic. Then last thing I would say with this person, give them a little space. Maybe the person is frustrated about, you know, you becoming their manager. They wanted to be the manager. That happens all the time. Or maybe they're frustrated about a reorg or they disagree with a decision give them a little space and hopefully they come around. So I think giving space, then asking, you know, I'd love to hear more, where are you feeling frustrated? Where are you feeling stuck? And then asking how they'd approach it. I think that's going to really help this person show up better and is going to help improve your relationship with this difficult coworker. And again, we don't want to label people as difficult. Just like I talked about in that unlucky situations episode, we don't want to label people as low performers before we've given them an opportunity to really show us a different side of themselves. Next question. This comes from Preeti from Chicago. How do I manage up? Okay. My manager's always asking about my team and it's making me feel like I have to micromanage. Well, Preeti, you hit the nail on the head because I think one of the biggest reasons why we start micromanaging is not because we want to, it not because we want to control everything, but because we are getting pressure from our own management chain. And the way that I would suggest doing this is setting expectations. I just did an episode on this for how to set expectations on your team, and it's a really powerful tool to use when managing up as well. Setting expectations is about bringing more clarity and transparency into what you're doing. So when you're talking with your own management chain, it's not like saying, hey, lay off, I got this, but saying, hey, I'm really creating opportunities for my team members to step up. I want them to be leading in this area, so I'm not going to be as far in the weeds on this project for the next couple of weeks, but I will inform you on progress at these specific intervals that's how we set expectation with our leadership chain that we've got this, what we're doing is intentional, deliberate, we have the situation handled, and we're clear on when we will keep them in the loop. So I have found that really, really powerful for setting expectations and getting a little space for myself as I'm trying to delegate instead of falling into micromanagement. I think managing up also requires a little bit of influencing strategy. And when we're doing that, I think back to Dale Carnegie and the lesson of, you know, making someone think that the idea was theirs or showing someone what's in it for them. And this is not trying to trick them or whatever. This is about understanding that people are more bought in when they see something is in it for them. Okay. This is why we really need to talk about the why when we're setting expectations. I mentioned that in that episode, and it's also why we talk about what's in it for someone when we're talking about, you know, our approach to something. So when we're managing up, we can say, Hey, I'm working on really developing our team members as leaders. I'm really working on finding opportunities to help people step up, to bring more visibility to our team. Here are some of the ways I'm doing that. I think it's going to really help us shine. You know, this is the way to talk about, okay, this is great for that leader to see that you are helping people step up and and take on responsibilities. This is not about you sort of falling short as a manager. Last but not least, we got Joe from Austin wondering, how do I know when is the right time to coach versus instruct? This is a great question and something that comes up a lot when I talk about coaching as a manager superpower. And I would say to go back to that episode also to know sort of some examples of when to use coaching and some skills on how to do that. Now, figuring out when is the right time to coach versus instruct, I think a lot of this comes down to really listening and being curious, which are two skills that I talk about in that episode, so that you know, what does this person need right now? You know, if a person is saying, I'm feeling stuck or frustrated, that's an opportunity to ask, What's going on? What does that mean to you? Again, these open-ended questions so that you understand what's really happening in that person's space so that you're not making assumptions on, oh, stuck means I need to teach them how to do their job or stuck means something that isn't actually what they need. So once we ask more about the situation, then we know what skill to deploy. And coaching is not the only skill that you'll use as a manager, but it's one I'm going to bet you're going to use a lot more than you did before as you start building the, the proficiency at it. There are situations where someone needs specific instructions on something. And I think using that model from teaching of I do, we do, you do is a really effective way to have someone learn something. So for example, you model something, maybe it's how to lead a meeting or do a specific task or whatever, and then you maybe do it with your team and then that person goes on on their own. Then you show that you've kind of set the expectation around how to do it, what success looks like. Folks have gotten the opportunity to do it together and learn from each other, and then they're ready to go on their own. So I think that's a really valuable tool to use for when you have to. teach or instruct something versus when you have to coach. But when you want to coach, this is about helping someone find the solution to the problem within themselves. And frankly, that's what we always kind of want to be doing. So even if we are instructing or guiding, there's always an opportunity to pivot back into coaching by saying, okay, now that you have the fundamentals, how would you approach this? What would you do differently? What do you want to try here? Those are going to get the person back in the mode of saying, okay, I can really step up, I can add value here, and I'm going to be owning the solution to this problem. Thank you, Sarah, Preeti, and Joe for submitting your questions. Thank you, everyone else as well. I will be jumping into three more questions next time. And again, in the meantime, if you have a question and want that personalized video of recommendations to try on your team, head to leahgarvin.com slash manager quiz. Manager quiz is all one word. Fill out that short quiz and I will send you a personalized video with ideas to try on your team. See you next time. That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Managing Made Simple podcast, where my goal is to demystify the job of people management so that together we can make the workplace somewhere everyone can thrive. I always love to hear from you, so please reach out at leahgarvin.com or message me on LinkedIn. See you next time.